Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Money FM 89.3. It is now time for Sports Minutes with Elliot Danka and Ziaul Raushan. Today, the question is... Spare the rod, spoil the child, Raushan. What is the worst punishment you have ever received at a workplace? Thank you for adding the last line at a workplace because I have been punished quite heavily by my mom growing up. But yeah, my whip sound effects. <laughs> exactly. I tell you what's punishing though, having to talk about punishment two days in a row because I felt punished after yesterday's result. Now yes. here we are talking about the need for punishment. And to answer your question, at a workplace, I guess it's mostly been corporate. The punishments haven't been personal. Yeah. I would think the worst that would be hap- would have happened to me is, I guess, extra work for not submitting a work of a certain standard. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I that's more of like a sort of consequence. Exactly. So yeah. this is on the back of Manchester United losing 7-0 to Liverpool. And a lot more reactions seem to continue today. Some calling uh, for the captaincy on Bruno Fernandes to be removed because it was unprofessional behaviour, unsportsmanlike behaviour. And it got us thinking, right? Uh, you know, Eric Ten Hag has, has punished his team. In fact, he punished his team almost immediately, made them sit down, shut up, and listen to the Liverpool fans cheer. Yeah, that must have been very, very painful. It's not just the Liverpool fans cheer they were <laughs> had to listen through. I think it's the Liverpool team celebrating as yeah. well. And we know for sure the celebrations would have been loud and proud because... Yeah. I mean, the fans have done their part on social media, so I can imagine how much the players were excited about the result. And that was painful. But one thing I want to point out about Eric Ten Hag is he has a history of punishing his players. He comes across as a disciplinarian. We've yeah. seen it before earlier in the season. This one, though, wasn't physical. Yeah. The last time Manchester United lost 4-0 to Brentford, he made them run the distance. And which he they ran with them. And, and that I have massive respect for. Yeah. That was yeah. more physical to drive yeah. home the message yeah. that the effort needs to be there. This one seems to have followed a more psychological approach mm. in a sense where I think he understands how many games his players have played yeah. in a short space of time. So perhaps... Taxing them physically might not have done the trick because they almost just follow motion. But this one, he wanted to hit their psyche a bit because I think any player worth his salt, their ego would have been massively bruised by a result like that. And then to sit through the opposition, celebrating that result is really to steal a cliche, salt on the wounds. Yeah, so, you know, you look at the current generation and the current day and age where there's a lot of conversation around, like even in school, oh, don't punish the child, don't beat the boy. And and, and this was a conversation I had with some friends overseas, right? Uh, which was if their son were to misbehave and, and we were comparing a, a situation where someone else's son misbehaved by lying on the ground in a shopping centre and swimming on the ground, uh, this friend of mine said, I would immediately smack the bum Mm. Um, and then I said yeah but our other friends don't believe in that and I'm going wait a minute why why are we in why are we in this culture now I take your point completely I think there has been a shift of culture when we were growing up me and you we weren't lucky to avoid the rod we would more I had everything it it would be draconian there would be a belt involved there would be a cane involved okay that's too much but but that happened exactly so to answer your question (laughs) we've gone belt with water you drank before (laughs) clearly memories memories are coming out I do wonder (laughs) dark memories as well (laughs) must sound painful I must say but to answer your question we went from all that to now there seems to be a more 
two-way approach to parenting where they yes. want to reason it out, where they want to make the child understand yes. rather than be more draconian. Does it work? I know which side I sit on this, yeah. but my wife, who's a teacher, has a different opposing course, view. She feels if you do end up being physical with your punishment, there's no learning point. It's almost then out of yeah. fear that they do it, which I can understand too, but I don't think it's as effective in that sense. I think there's a right time, right place, right age, right learning curve, right maturity. And, you know, you take what's done in sports, there's always a consequence. Mm. I mean, you've used the word punishment. Let's change it a little bit to consequence of losing. Mm. You know, it's more than just losing. There is the embarrassment and you have to deal with the embarrassment. You have to face the fact that, hey, you're being embarrassed now because you lost. People yeah. depend on you. Can that or how much of that overlaps into life or even uh, in the workplace? Yeah, I think you talk about consequence, workplace, sport, there's lots of consequences. One thing you want, be it in a workplace or sport, is accountability. Yeah. And I think that's what these punishments, so to speak, are trying to drive home, yeah. that you need to be accountable for your actions. I'm a firm believer that if you do make a mistake, be it at work, in a day job like me and you, yeah. If you can rectify the situation on yourself, by yourself, then you're not as culpable because you've gone out and made a mistake, but you've learned it and you've made the necessary remedy to get it done. But once there's a collateral impact on the people around you, yes. then you are in for a lot more. To use the sports example, the players don't owe the fans anything, but essentially they do, they owe, do. They do owe it to the club and the club owes it to the fans. Similarly, yeah. when you work in a workplace environment, you can make a mistake but you owe it to your colleagues to not have a collateral impact on them you yeah. don't want your mistake to then have a ripple effect on their jobs increase yeah. their workload and I think that's where that responsibility or the need for accountability comes from having said that I cannot imagine a workplace that would give out such punishments like a sporting arena of course I mean this is in the military as well but you know even in the military and, and well my wife knows I'm a firm believer in certain military aspects uh, there is always there are two steps Sorry, step one, apologize mm. to your teammates, which is clearly lacking in this world. I mean, not in the sporting life, but in, in the world life. Yeah, exactly. And the second one being, you put your head down. You don't make eye contact. You keep quiet. Mm. You accept it like you have disappointed your father and yeah. he's not speaking to you for two days. You I know, think that, that kind of thing. I think that acceptance is important. You've got to take it on your chin. chin. There's no point to run away yeah, nice. from the mistake you've made. Yeah. You might as well address it head on. But at the risk of offending some of our listeners, I'm just going to put it out there. I think there's a reason this generation has been coined as the strawberry generation. Because <laughs> or the they, snowflakes. <laughs> uh, snowflake. I, I prefer the word strawberry, yeah, but nice. uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's the same yeah, thing. Yeah, they, yeah. And, and to be fair, up until recently, I did not understand the term strawberry generation. I went in, did a bit of reading, and I realized they do it because they bruise a bit too easily. Mm. And we talk about this in terms of sport. You want to build that resilience, yeah. and that's a fantastic trait to have in life. Perhaps, in life, yes. Perhaps yes. that's the issue with this generation where they get too much too soon, that that resilience aspect is not really built up, and therefore there's a lack of responsibility or accountability. Yeah, and we kind of see that in the younger generation of uh, football players or, or sports players. Uh, having said that, that's that's a whole other issue for their managers to deal with. Curious though, I mean, you play football a lot, team sports a lot. Um, what's, what's the worst punishment you've ever received or, or, or match-losing consequence you've ever received? I, I certainly have made my fair share of mistakes, not going to lie, but I, I can't think of a punishment in recent times at least, but perhaps when I was playing in a school team, 
I remember being in my JC team and I got caught for something I'm not going to say on air, but okay. I got caught for something that you're supposed to do after a certain age. I think that should tell us okay. what you mean, yeah, what, yeah. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And subsequently, I got dropped for the second year. And at that point, wow. I was like, wow, That's the, serious. the coach, yeah, exactly. And the coach was being really harsh to me. But now here I am about 16, 17 years on. I understand why he needed to do that. Mm. Because if he had given me a free pass, for example, there were other members of that team who didn't get caught but were doing the same thing. And then what happens then once they start coming out of uh, their mistakes as well. So I think there needed to be an example. And that hit me very hard because I, I don't think I was the best player in the team I certainly don't think so but not to be able to represent my school was 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 a knock I had to take ego quite, exactly yeah, yeah. Ego. and and this was 16 year old me the ego is nowhere close to where it is today yeah, yeah. So, but even then it hurt a lot and then there's the embarrassment of having to answer people hey you're not playing in the team ah. and yeah. Uh, yeah yeah bro something happened bro that kind of thing so it was it was quite a big knock but in more recent times I guess when I do play social football and in, I, in fact two weeks ago I made a mistake and it was a match winning goal for the other team right it's just the embarrassment after that to use a very local term paise to look at yeah, my yeah, teammates yeah. you know what I mean like yeah. like I'm sorry guys I let you yeah. guys down I think that is a more difficult feeling to deal <laughs> with because especially because I only play once a week yeah. so I have to wait for the following week to try and make amends but chances are my friends won't hold it against me yeah, but that's the good news right because you put your head down for 2-3 days and people like us that are, are regular sportsmen there is always another match, mm, you know, to mm. sort of turn the tide. There is always another chance. And it's the same thing in life. You know, you make a mistake in the office. Yeah, okay, you take the consequence. You h- humble down a little bit. But there is always another chance. You know, when I was I was training, uh, when we went through hard sparring, which is 80% force, um, there are days where I think I'm doing so well and I get knocked hard. And I just sit down there and I remember uh, in the middle, like six weeks in, my coach told me, you're not ready for this fight. Mm. The embarrassment and, you know, I would beat myself up. My wife would say, hey, you know, it's it's just a charity match. Why are you working so hard? I'm like, hello, this is for me. This is my own pride. This is my own mentality. And when I was fighting, you know, there, yes, I didn't win. I lost on points, right? But there were those that say you did well and there were those that say, ah, you can't even this and you can't even that. But I felt fine. Mm. And I was asked this question, why do you feel fine? Because in that moment when I was fighting in the first round, I mean, my opponent was seven, eight years younger than me. I got a feel of, wow, this is what it's like to to have that stamina. I mean, it was eight years ago, right? And I knew that potentially I could be outmatched. But, at, but after every round, it was about knowing that you put your best, you stand firm. And at the end of it, I went, hey, that was a pretty good fight. Exactly. I think that's a brilliant story you bring up because I think you need to find it within yourself yes. to compete within yourself first. It's not about losing exactly. or winning. Yeah. So it's did you do your best. Exactly. So to answer your wife's question, it was a charity match. You did it out of your own accord, but it was Elliot going up against Elliot, yeah. the demon within. And that's who you wanted to topple more than your opponent, I'm exactly. sure. And to your, exactly. to, your, to your point, that's why even though you lost the match on points, you knew you'd given it all. You left nothing in the tank. And yeah. I think that's the aspect that some people tend to forget because making a mistake is fine. But having the gumption to put your hand up and say, look, I messed up, but I'm going to make amends for it and therefore we move on from here is a a better place to be in than to be avoiding or shifting the blame, which we can see in sport, in the workplace, in life, in various different factors. And it's a lot easier to accept the consequence slash punishment if you know you put in your best. Exactly. I I put in my best, this is the consequence, but hey, you know, I'm satisfied. But these guys, these Manchester United players being 
teammate to sit there and watch the rival team celebrate, the rival fans celebrate, that's going to hurt them because they know in their heart they were putting rubbish out there. Exactly. And I think there's, like I touched on earlier, there's a big psychological impact, right? And I further read, apart from... Ten Hag making them sit through that whole Liverpool celebration. He's also asked his players to go and sign up for extra psychological help with the psychologist he's brought onto the team. Yeah. So he clearly thinks it's mental more than physical. He knows his yeah. players are worth much more physically. They can do much more. But it's the mental side of things that he's trying to coach. And what I just want to quickly quote is now it's all bad and we see Ten Hag working on the psychological aspect. A yeah. couple of weeks ago, when they won the cup final, there was a 17-year-old, Kobe Minor, who's a young player for yeah. Manchester United. He was part of the squad. And amidst all the celebration, Eric Ten Hag went up to him, held him and said, this could be your future. Yeah. Just soak it in, enjoy it. He wasn't even part of the squad. He didn't yeah. get a medal. Yeah. But Ten Hag was driving home the point that this is what you want to aspire to do. So again, I just making that example just to show that Ten Hag as much as he pays attention to the physical aspect and the tactical aspect of the game, I think he pays big, big respect to the psychological aspect of the game just to make them mentally stronger. Because if you have fortitude mentally, I think half the battle is won. Oh, so we're not bosses, but uh, I guess we're of that age group and we've had enough bosses in our life. And you, you look at bosses in companies, that's kind of where... They've got to set an example in that sense to to be a mentality monster in that sense, but at the same time to recognize when you need to nurture characters and 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 not be soft, I suppose. Hundred percent, and that goes back to today's title, right? Uh, spare the rod, spoil the child. Sir Alex Ferguson, would he whip? the players into shape this day and age you do question whether yeah. they will respond to his methods and to your point at work I've been in situations where I've seen people on top of me struggle at, yeah. at doing this and then the team falls in different directions because they're not pulling in the same direction that mentality needs to seep through from the leadership level and then at least you can go on to achieve something I suppose in this to wrap it up when you're in that moment it's okay to ask for help but don't take advantage of help. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.